When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Comic Book Nation's Quick Save, our gaming focus segment where today we are excited to recap Halo Season 2, Episode 4, Reach. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and with me today is Comic Book Nation co-host Matthew Aguilar. How you doing, buddy? What's up? And we are excited, as I said, to be talking about Halo Season 2, Episode 4, Reach, and as the title already kind of tells you, this is one of the most uh, pivotal battles in all of Halo's lore, the battle known as the Fall of Reach. It is the event that immediately precedes the beginning of the first Halo video game. It was later explored in a prequel game that was very popular and successful, Halo Reach. Um, and now we get it in live action TV form. Matt and I were both given, you know, full disclosure, the first four episodes of Halo, as most press people were. So we got to screen this, but it's so much different to see it now in finished form with the fandom kind of behind it and people and us being able to see what we thought. Because whenever you screen these things, you're kind of in this weird bubble where you know how you feel, but you have no idea how that sinks to like everybody else. But over the course of the season, everything we were kind of holding our breaths to see, like, if people could take the slower kind of character focus, the pieces being moved, the, you know, the improved writing and focus of each episode, and would it pay off in an, a kind of big Game of Thrones style battle episode, which is what we got here with uh, Reach and this whole kind of, you know, from the opening to the close, this balls to the wall battle that is happening between the Covenant and the people of Reach. So, we are so excited to finally be able to talk about this with you guys to break it down. And you got to stick around for later in the show because we have a very, very special guest. And obviously, if you're hearing this and you don't know that this is a spoilers recap, this is your one warning. Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler recap podcast. So we are going to be talking about spoilers about Halo Episode 4 Reach. And I have to say that as a prelude to saying... We have the man you may want to be hearing from right about now if you've just watched the episode. Bentley Kalu is here, Vanek himself, RIP to our man. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about with him. So we're not, this is not just a Halo season two, episode four recap. It is a postmortem. So we have a lot to get to. Matt. How are you feeling now that you can be unburdened by knowledge and, and fully talk about all of this out in the open? Well, I think you put it so well when you said, like, it feels like a bubble because it really does. And you're kind of, you know, I was I was excited as I know you were because uh, of exchange Slack messages, right? Of like, oh, my God, <laughs> of, of things and being able to see people's reaction to it. It's 
it's it's one of those things like I'm glad episode four is out there. I'm glad people can really see some of the things we've been talking about over the course of this four episode arc. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of things we've we've teased and and talked about as far as like, hey, it's leading somewhere. It's leading somewhere. Uh, I feel like this episode delivers on. Uh, and, and also, this is really just the you know, first chapter of this, right? Like really, because it's not like it ends here. Uh, it's, this is very much a, uh, an opening salvo, a, a giant one, but like a, this really is like the start of this kind of next big arc and, and all the ramifications this event has. So I, I think in, in the grand sense of things, this episode delivers, I think still on the, you know, the thing we love about the show is how it kind of hones in on the characters and, and focuses on who these people are and, and gets us invested in them so that when things do go wrong and happen, they feel like gut punches. Uh, this episode does not pull any punches in that regard. We lose several people uh, along the way. Yeah, we're going to get and, to that. Yeah, and, and so I feel like, though, if you didn't have those two episodes and even that first episode, if you didn't have those episodes of real jumping into characters and and making you understand why you should care this episode doesn't have the impact that it does uh but but it very much does and i just man uh i also think and we'll, we'll get into this as well but just the fact that all of this happens this huge battle and all, you know you get like the big speeches and the inspiring moments and all this without master chief and armor to me makes such a like that's such a credit to what they've done on the season and on the show of like I care about I I care about Master Chief as a John. I care about the person underneath the helmet and underneath the armor. And this episode is a testament to like the work they've done because there ain't no armor in here. And I man, yeah. those scenes kick I, and I, and I, I so care surprised. and I'm invested. I was so surprised that you were not out of this episode the minute in the beginning they said they took the suits away and you realized there was going to be no helmets in this. I was so surprised that you didn't turn <laughs> off the TV and just slam down the keyboard and be like, are you kidding me? Because we know oh, how you God. all get. We, we all know how you get about helmets, man. You get a little nuts. But... I do love helmets. I love yeah, helmets. So, which should be, I mean, which no, say that should was, be a compliment. Uh, yeah, no, but that was, yeah, when they said that right in the beginning, I was like, oh, wow, like, yeah, there is no, like, MacGuffin get to the suits thing. It's like, we're going in, we locked in, and yeah, no suits, just the people versus the Covenant, and I was just, I was like, wow, that is high stakes, and that's different, but it, it definitely work, worked for me, and, like, I will say, the thing that I liked about this episode was, again, how they're using resources and and kind of being smart, how even though this is a big battle episode, this is uniquely one of the first big battle episodes I've ever seen that first of all, so seem like, I mean, we jump scenes, there's cuts. It's not like a one take, but like how the sequences of the battle just kind of, it's just like, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, you know, from one area to the next. And just like literally just through, and you get to see reach they're going through like shops and alleyways and stuff like that. And just the set piece itself is so kind of just fully built and they're fighting covenant in like, you know, the streets and knocking into shops and like all of that, you feel like what reach is it's a, it's like, Andor, like it's a real place. Like the extras are running, like there's people in the background. It's not just a hollow soundstage. Like so much of the first season was like, this place is now like realized um, director Craig Zisk, who's done so many like different TV shows and 
some of them like you know some of the acclaimed ones just besides this just interview with a vampire for all mankind uh one of my favorites wu-tang and american saga new amsterdam manifest so like this guy's got a lot of experience but what was so unique is it didn't break from the character story that we've been building all season each battle scene it centers around a character or a couple characters and you're like literally seeing things from their perspective like when louie goes out like you know it's it's riz you don't see him die you'd see riz watching him run up with yeah. the thing being like I, I you know knowing she doesn't that's her friend and she doesn't want that but you know he goes out like a g and takes out that tank and and you see the horror in her eyes after she's been like blown back and just the camera shots and the way we get the perspective of the battle and the violence and the effect of the violence is, is really, really powerful in this. Like when Louis's boyfriend and gets her husband gets killed and Riz oh, sees man. that and sees him laying dead there. And then you just follow her running out of the building and grabbing Louis. And then he starts asking like, where's Daniel and where's Daniel. And you can see like, you know, on her face, like what to say and that's heartbreaking right like when you when you know he's blind he's just running and that's it's better than just you know some big gory epic you know death scene for daniel where everybody's screaming and he's dying in slow-mo like that was just it, it's so fast paced how fast people go you know how fast you get whittled down how brutal the violence is and that thing that master chief says in the beginning just like is so it's both a good way to spin plot armor but it's just also a very heartbreaking tell foreshadow of the episode. Cause he says, whenever I go into battle, you know, I know, I just know it ain't going to be me. And Perez is like, that must be nice. And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> and you just, yeah. <laughs> and this exactly. episode then just concretely illustrates that to you that like, no, it is not fun. He, you know, to be the one to survive when you watch all your friends and all these people around you getting wiped out. Like, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Um, you know, my one criticism here in Halo, though, I mean, Halo, come on. How y'all going to take out every black character down to one? Like, what is this? We literally oh, just wait, spent most yeah. of the episode whittling away my people. Like, what are we doing here? Like, we lost Major Keys. We lost yeah. Louie. I mean, he might have been albino, but like he was still he was still in the culture. You know, we lost him. Like we're down yeah, to we what Soren and we lost Vanek. We're down to Soren now. I see what you did here, Halo. I see, but it's okay. <laughs> by the way, okay. So by the way, so I gotta say, um, survivor. What's that? Uh, I I gotta say, like this is easily my favorite Soren episode to this point. That dude is an MVP throughout the entire episode because, like, there's not a lot of lightness here because obviously of what's happening. But he has some of the best reactions throughout this entire episode when he's like talking to the admiral in the elevator and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, what's he calling? He's like, oh, you're a thief. He's like, and then he gets in and he's like, you're a pirate, yeah. You know, what are you supposed to be? He's like, you, uh, two seconds ago, you said I was a pirate. Like, he's got so many great one liners when he's like, doesn't want to follow Halsey. And yeah. then he. <laughs> He turns around he, the way he says, the way he cusses, it's just the way he delivers it. It's just fantastic. Like he has so many gold reactions oh, no. throughout yeah. this whole thing. Uh, he's, he's a oh, low, Woodbine. low key just, MVP, man. He's just like, I mean, he's, we, we've been discussing it, but he is like weirdly like one of the longest lasting, most reliable like character actors. Like it's just, everybody thinks he's like a young, weird Sam Jackson clone. So, but like, he is like one of the craziest 
character actors out there because he's always so entertaining and whatever, whether he's just playing some weird version of the shocker and Spider-Man like, or doing this, like he's just, he's just got that thing, man. And he is so entertaining to watch because he is so like intimidating, but funny at the same time. Like, and him and Halsey, I could just watch an entire show about him and Halsey trying to get out of something <laughs> together and they're back and forth because it's and just what's such crazy a good, about that. It's just yeah, like such no, go, she go just ahead. does that mother thing, that like horrible mother thing, like really well. And he's just like so susceptible to it. And it's such a weird yeah. dynamic because he just like wants to kill her, but she like mommies him and he's just like, Ugh, he can't deal with it. Um, Whoa. and it's so, and yeah. there's actual revelations along the way too, right? Like they actually continue that to build that story for like you learn now you're really having questions as to whether Halsey let him go back then, whether he actually made out, you, you, you don't quite know what's, what's real. And she, throughout the whole thing, like when she's asking you about his son and he's like, I'm not talking to you about like my, my son, like I hate your guts. You know what I mean? Like there's so much of that there, but like they continue to do that as the, cities crumbling around them and what would have been easy to make a like one touch point sequence of just them trying to make it out and make it funny they're actually still doing story stuff along the way and like they do that in every single instance perez has several moments of that riz has several moments of that throughout this episode like the one big missing piece is kai and so that's interesting to see where that fits in because like kai wasn't in this episode at all another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. That brings me to my next interesting point, which was I was like so sure when I went into this watching this that it was going to be a single episode, like a single battle episode. But I think the most surprising thing that now has me kind of like, ooh, like for the back half of the season is this wasn't a single battle, single episode. Right. Like we end and we are still very much in peril. Like it's, we are still in the thick of it. And episode five is still going to be pretty lit too. And Kai is a whole thing. Like, yeah, where has Kai been? And what has she been doing during this is, is a big piece that is conspicuously missing. And also, you know, what we see with McKee in this episode and, and Mm -hmm. like, where is that headed? Like where physically is, Cortana, because I'm so curious at this point about how much, you know, obviously there's certain things we cannot no longer do to sync up with the beginning of the first Halo game. Uh, Master Chief being on a ship, escaping, you know, the escaping the fall of Reach and getting Cortana the first time from Major Keys is something that's absolutely not going to happen here. But, you know, <laughs> right. But like how does this kind of i feel like we can still spiritually sync up because what the beginning of the first game does and i didn't realize that until i went back and read about the first game again because who knows this story nobody does but when you go back and read it like it's it you you realize that like yeah you get to the halo so quick you leave and come back in the game which is still one of the weirdest 
turns of a game I've ever seen. Like, it's like, now I'm going to be out. Oh, we got to go back to that place. All right. And so, but you do, this is supposed to lead into the halo ring. So, I mean, I could see, you know, John getting aboard a ship or something or following McKee, but like, I feel like this is going to sync up in the sense that we need like Cortana, you know, John and the covenant landing on a halo ring pretty soon. And so like how that all comes together will be different, but I think we still get kind of that end result. And I'm real curious to see where it goes from here. Yeah. uh, Same. I was really, I really just thought because of the nature of shows and needing to move pieces around right and budget and all that stuff that like it would be a one like this would be reach would be the one episode and then maybe you deal with some fallout in like you know obviously other episodes but the main battle would be done and the fact of where it ends where it ends and a big chunk of the group is still there and you know Ackerson has the suits on a ship somewhere they're not even there like they're not even on reach <laughs> from what it seems like um and Cortana's probably you know somewhere on that thing like there's so many pieces still left to explore that i'm really i mean i was already going to be excited for the back half of the season but i i just think people will be surprised that to like no no this isn't done we're we're going to continue to move forward and if they can do what they did here and i mean just i mean look we got to get to before we get to the uh our, our wonderful interview because uh i gotta say bentley was a delight uh to talk to even though we had to talk about uh, the sad subject of uh, the character's death in the show. Um, the That last battle, that last fight, I mean, look, you wanted to see, you know, Master Chief holding an energy sword. Uh, they make the elite feel, live up to their name. Every time an elite shows up, that feels like a genuine threat. And it's just one. And this thing has, you know, you got three, four showing up at a time. So Yeah, I, mean, I wanted it's, it's to impressive. talk about that because... They are crediting this, and this guy, is this supposed to be our Arbiter? So this is, they haven't come out and said straight up, like, yes, but all intents and purposes, it does feel that way. Because, number one, they keep referring to him as, oh, hey, it's your old friend. Like, they they keep, you know, Vanek makes that off-the-cuff line because they recognize that this is the same one that John has been encountering now time and time again. So. It, they haven't come out and said like, oh, it's the Arbor, but they essentially, yes. It, that one Yeah, I mean, he's always with like McKee, like, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, and they've kind of like established it. And they do credit him in the season two credits, which is so weird. So this is why I keep right. feeling like this is it. They haven't he's said it. He's a big it. deal, like, and, they're, and they're setting the touchstones there for yeah. an eventual, I'm sure, kind of bigger reveal of like, hey, here's why you should pay, t- <laughs> you should pay attention to this guy. But all the building blocks are there. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that end fight. And yeah, like you said, it is the Covenant in this season feel like more than just NPCs. They're just like they feel like threats. Even the little needler guys, when they were coming over with the shields and overwhelming numbers, you're like, oh, crap. Like, that's not that's not great. Um, and yeah, the fight with the Arbiter and Vanek and just taking with a needler and, and those little guns from the game, like making those feel like threatening like yeah shooting a spike into you that explodes is gnarly like and so yeah in in elite and there's like a crimson elite i think that shows up at one point in this thing like it is they are threats and like and the combat and the tactics for like close quarters combat with the gung fu and all that stuff was i mean just great just great stuff 
and so much better to see with the actors and stunt choreography than CGI characters just duking it out. Uh, this was not that Halo season one finale, which is something I never want to see again, but I'm really digging it because of what you said. I mean, we could go over every single detail of the battle all day, but it was just like, I didn't get up off the end of my seat until this was over. And I was just like, by the time it was over, I was like, whoa. And it wasn't even in the way I expected because I knew I was getting a battle episode, but I thought it'd be like just straight up kind of games of throwsy. And I didn't know it would be this kind of intimate and intense and I was here for it. And by the time it rolled and I realized, oh, this is not going to all wrap up. I was like, no, it's like, I need more. Give it to me now. And they haven't given me anything. I'm now in the dark. With the yeah, rest I know. Of now we got to wait. Yep. And these recaps are going to pop off later in the week. Oh, man. Here we go. But I'm here for it because the season has earned my attention. It's earned my trust. I'm excited. Halo season two, episode four, Reach really is bringing the uh, fall of Reach alive in a way that I don't think we've seen. And uh, yeah, well done. Well done for everybody involved. Well done. Uh, you will probably start uh, seeing more and more Master Chief merch uh, in my collection. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. This has made me a fan. I've played a lot of Halo games and he's always been cool. I'm not taking anything away from like, Master Chief has always been a cool character as far as like the armor, the design, the the feeling like a badass. It's always been cool. Uh, but I've never been like a giant fan. You don't see any Master Chief merch behind me because it's just like, I like it, but it's just never been something right that I feel like, oh, I got to add that. This show has made me a fan of this universe and has made me a Master Chief fan. Uh, I, I got to like go out and get some, I got to get some merch. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna happen and that's a credit to the show that's a credit to what they what it feels like they rebounded from and what they're trying to do with the season so facts all right so i think we've done the thing i think we've talked about it and got it worked out there's only one thing left to do matt it's talk to the man that we lost r.i.p yeah. vanek but before we send him off we got to have a great chat with bentley Callu, which matt did so check out that interview now Matt Aguilar here from comic book nation's very own gaming centric channel quick save and today we are talking to one of my favorite uh stars of halo season two Bentley Kalu how are you I'm fine how you doing a pleasure to, pleasure to be here thanks for having me no, absolutely, man. It's been uh, it's been a joy to watch uh, Venick really start to uh, break out of his shell this season, uh, and, and really, you know, and, and we'll get to obviously this is like the we're going to be talking spoilers here for episode four of season two, Reach, uh, because by the time this comes out, that episode will be out. So uh, that episode has been long awaited, uh, and you know, just teeing things up for later. Uh, can I say, man, my God, uh, is, is something else. But before we get there, uh, yeah, I do yeah. want to take a step back uh, to like the first couple episodes of the season, because, you know, we, we had, we had a chance to talk to uh, Pablo about yeah. the first, you know, couple episodes. And one of the things he said was how much of a joy it was watching the other Spartans and the rest of silver team really like get to kind of have their time to shine, really start to see who these people are uh, in season two. And I feel like your character 
is an embodiment of that. You know, in the in the first episode, I think it's like the first 10 minutes, you know, we're already starting to see, you know, yeah. p- parts of the personality come out and and it and it's great. What has that been like for you uh kind of going from season 1 to season 2 and getting to explore more of that your character? You know what? Um that's been actually very rewarding. Um creatively enriching for me um season one was you know i had to go to very dark places to get him you know because he was so stoic and very um by the book by the mission statement that's what he operates by basically and um i had to go to some you know really extreme places you know (laughs) um being in the suit trying to get that um performance to really translate um, there was a certain scene in one of the episodes. I think it was episode five or yeah, episode five or six of season one, where I had to stay away from the cast because because of the scene we were getting ready to shoot. Right. Yeah. And it was kind of Vanek's kind of he was breaking away from the norm. And um, I, I didn't really hang out with, no, with with them too much for a couple of days before we shot that scene. So coming back with season two and what I really loved with the first 10 minutes was um, Kai. Vanek and Kai, because there was there was a, a, a little thing that we had in season one, and I thought to myself, I'm like, we there's so much that could be done with these two characters, right? And voila, the first ten minutes of uh, the, the first script, Vanek <laughs> and Kai, and I was like, great, I was really happy with that. Yeah, someone got the memo right. That was uh, it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, and and that too, you bring up a, a really good point because what I what I love about this series and especially in season two is that we're really getting to know the people beneath the armor, right? And yeah. when we dive into episode four in a yeah. huge way, uh, yeah. and just because when that's kind of taken off the board, like you have to have a character that you care about. And I think this season so far has done a really good job of making you investing you in these in these people as as people yeah. uh yeah. even when the armor and the and the guns aren't you know out and everything do you kind of feel the same way yeah absolutely um you know the funny thing for me i actually like performing in full armor and it's a very weird thing because it's a different challenge for me because you have to bring the nuances of um character in full armor with the helmet and you have to show people when you're like, you know, when you, there's a sense of levity about you or when there's a sense of doom. And you have to do all that in the armor. So that's another layer of challenge that I actually really liked, you know, and contrary to what a lot a lot of people might, might, might think, I really love that, you know. So I was happy with it. Now, is that armor, is the armor comfortable? Uh. Is, is, the, is, <laughs> is that... Is that a a joy per se in that in that respect? Well, you know what? I will say this: depends on who you're asking. Number one, right? And depends, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, it depends on what scene you're shooting. I would say the armor has a mind of its own. I'll just put it that way. So, if you come out there and the, the one thing you don't want to do is approach the armor with a hint of arrogance because it will humble you. Yeah, it'll humble you real, really quickly, right? So you want to be as respectful and just treat it like another human being. You know, it's almost like if you get into a fight, your opponent, right? You have to respect him. You can't go in there arrogant, right? So that's what I learned. I learned that quickly 
from season one. You have to be respectful. And as long as you uh, get yourself in a meditative state, you know, and connect with your breathing, mind, body, like it sounds cliche, but imperative to your mind, body, your breathing, and then you stay calm at all times, you make it through the day. That's amazing. It's like, yeah. it really is like another person. You should just talk to another person. <laughs> it's like a sensei, you know? <laughs> um, you know, and that's, and that leads us to, you know, reach. We've been dealing, uh, I mean, it's been building all season. Uh, and there are some, this episode really, number one, uh, everything hits the fan from a, from an action standpoint. And we have all that going on, but we also have character. Yeah growth and character arcs in here because there's a lot of stuff i mean chief has been you know has had his team taken away has had the armor yep. taken away uh the, yep. you know the sanity was in question at at yep. one point um yeah. you know and yep. here it's like oh he was right yeah. <laughs> the admiral has an amazing line in this episode where he's like please i um, i was hoping you would actually be dead so that I didn't have to hear that I told you so. I thought that was such a great, that's such a great line. Um, so how does, you know, Vanek kind of deal with that in real time? Because there's not a lot of time to actually like, you know, hey, my, you know, my bad. <laughs> there's, not, there's not a lot of time for that in this, but you still got to get it across, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, um, okay, I would say within the whole Silver team, right? If you watch... Vanek was the closest one that almost kind of believed Chief, right? Out of everybody. Even though he was still, I'm not trying to exonerate myself, okay? He was still, <laughs> he was still part of the doubter, right? But like, you know, the, the, the time when they were in the, um, when they went to search for Cobalt team and um, he asked Kai, oh, do you believe him now? You know, that was the line of Vanek through the Kai. So in my own defense, you know, Vanek was kind of, he was kind of on the fence. He was kind of Switzerland, you know. Um, <laughs> but but by, the, by the time we got to him, because Chief, it was like, the you know, the Gilda cried wolf, right? Yeah. It was a game. First time it was a game. The second time it was real the third time. But they were like, you know, she's done this, you know, a couple of times before. So um, I think underneath um, the camaraderie around Silver Team is, you know, even if we doubt, we still have to go down in the flames with him. You know, that's right. what we do. You know, we, we, we've been trained since childhood to be this way. So. Yeah. And that uh, leads us to, I mean, they've been, you were always kind of, there's something in the back of your head, like, all right, what are we going to get in, you know, reach when, when you title the episode that, you know, it's kind of like a bar, you set a bar, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there is so much, action here uh there's and it also in a in a big way pays off the previous two episodes of real uh kind of character focused episodes because those episodes really jump into silver team uh yeah. jump into kind of the extended family of those and all that matters here because yeah. i feel like all that kind of pays off throughout this episode otherwise this episode doesn't hit as hard um Absolutely. and Absolutely. you know for for you uh, yeah. it's that, that there's a couple great fight scenes, but that final, uh, oh, fight yeah. sequence, uh, yeah. we got to talk about because that is a, uh, ah. I feel like let's talk about it from this angle, because I think what's cool is that it all goes down without the armor. Yeah. So yeah. 
while yeah. the armor is iconic, it is really interesting that like this whole kind of first arc anyway of of this battle is done yeah. without the armor, and you're just seeing how complete badass these people are with without a helmet or with is that what did you kind of think of how that was all put together in that approach you know um so first thing that i thought when i read it i said okay uh it's quite interesting it's a different different take than i than i anticipated because you know i was thinking if it you know it was the traditional full armor and you know high stakes yeah. battle and um we we started um part of the things that we did when we had fight scenes in armor, right, we would go rehearse. And when we rehearsed, when it was time to shoot and we put the armor on, there were some moves that we couldn't really nail because of how cumbersome, you know, the armor was. The funny thing was without the armor, I was so nimble and I was I had so much fun, you know, going through those fight sequences because I thought to myself, wow, I feel like I can fly. You know, right. I mean, that's an overstatement, but, you know, I was thinking like, wow, I, I can do this. Like this is you come out the armor and everything you do outside the armor is child's play. As opposed right, to when you get not in. resistance, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, when you're fighting in armor, it's like every punch you throw is like somebody's pulling your hand back as you're throwing a punch. That's how it feels, you know. But um, yeah, the fight sequences were great. And um, we had some amazing the stunt coordinator was fantastic and and you know just just a decent human being knowing how to communicate you know and we got to the point where i felt like it was telepathy like he would just look at me and i would know exactly what he wanted and if i did something that wasn't up to par and they said cut i would look at him and we wouldn't even say nothing i'd be like i got it next next take i gotta up my game you know so it's an organized chaos that i really love i'll put it that way That's a perfect way to put that. Uh, and once we get to what I've also enjoyed about the season is that we've made uh, the covenant, the elites, uh, you know, every everyone feels like a, a real threat uh, when there's just one. It, it, you don't need. And in this episode, we don't even have that problem. Right. There's like, you know, 90 of these dudes, <laughs> tons. but like we don't even when one shows up, uh, there's a yeah. great sequence where um you know, an elite shows up and it's like in front of Soren and Halsey and it's just it's just one coming out. Of and that feels like a genuine big deal. So when you get multiples coming out yeah. in that final sequence, I feel yeah. like it's just I don't know. The stakes are, are suitably high. Absolutely. And, and, and deservedly so, because, you know, I mean, the Covenant, they're, they're, they're you know, they're iconic. You know, they're this iconic antagonist, you know, and um, I, I just feel this did you know, did real justice to the aura that surrounds that whole planet and that whole, you know, fleet of, 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 you know, treacherous antagonists, you know, and that's what they deserve. They deserved it. And, and they, and they got it. I, I feel like, you know, the job was fantastically, um, you know, creatively put in place um, throughout that episode, especially, uh, which, yeah. And then there's, of course, you know, you have to make those uh, an, another way to to make those stakes high is obviously that uh, not everyone's going to make it. And yeah. we yeah. lose a lot of people uh, along the way uh, to this thing. <laughs> and, and again, it makes it it makes it feel, 
you know, like you really start to like question. You came in with a thought of like, okay, like I maybe like we'll lose like you know one person. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll lose like yeah. two. It's like nah, we got like lose like five, six, you know, and that's just. <laughs> You know, the people on screen, like, you know, it's 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 crazy. But, uh, yeah. you know, for you, because yeah. I was sad. I was very sad because I here's the thing. I was making it through that final fight scene and I went, yeah. OK, we still got we still got everybody. I'm good. We still yeah. got silver team. We're good. Yeah. And then yeah. I saw things. The energy sword gets picked up. I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> it's making me feel I don't like it. And then we get to that part. Of, I, I literally like, you know, my wife was like, everything OK? I was like, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> something happened on, on the show. She's like, oh, my God, you got to quit doing that. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing. Did you yeah. when you saw that this was how that battle ended and this is how, you know, Vanek's death happen what were your first thoughts because it does involve like an iconic weapon it involves like you you die in a completely like heroic kind of bad you know badass way you're taking on an elite like there i really i mean if you're gonna die i feel like that's the best way to script that thing i don't know how do you feel about it? <laughs> i felt i felt the same way um so i felt this way if if that was gonna happen um there was no better time, no better uh, place and no better um, sequence of events, <clears throat> excuse me, that led up to that, you know, to that moment to to happen that way. You know, if, if he is who he is. And he is pretty much one of the most traditional of the whole group. Right. Um, what, what, do we, what do we do? You know, we're heroes. You know, what do heroes do? Heroes live for other people, you know? And um the speech that um Admiral Keyes gave it, you know, before the um elites came in, he said, look, not everybody's gonna make it. You know? He said, when I look around, you know, I I don't see fear, you know, I see soldiers, you know. So that's we, we that's character wise, that's what we live by, you know? And um and I, I mean of course it was um you know a little bit, you know, Felt yeah. that, oh, you know, but if it's going to happen, you know, I, I think it was um, structured in such a way that uh, he was giving these just do put it that way. And I know yeah, the fans I, are going to know the fans. I, I got a lot of fans and I know my my messages are going to, you know, blow up and all that. But hey, yeah, <laughs> I look because I because I feel the same way. I'm kind of I'm kind of heartbroken about it. It is. It, if you're going to if it's going to happen, I agree with you. I think it's like you know, what better send off can you yeah. ask for the character wise, as far as that goes? Um, you know, it wasn't something like, Oh, he died off screen or like, Oh, you didn't yeah. see it over here. Like that's stupid. Like that, was, <laughs> that sucks. Like, you know, if it's going to happen, but at the same time, I just, you know, there's a part of me that like, Oh man, I would have loved to see more of Vanek and Kai. I would have liked to go. Cause like, you know, we don't see Kai like at all um, yeah. in, in this. Yeah. So like, there's, there's stuff there. And, that's also stuff that I, you know, obviously we'll probably see in future episodes, right? Because uh, Kai's gonna learn that at some point uh, about yeah, yeah. you know what happened, right? Uh, so <laughs> just uh, keep what, watching. <laughs> <laughs> what um, you know, what can you tease about uh, how the rest of this uh, season plays out? Uh, and also, just like, what's your what's your favorite experience from from the whole thing to this point? Um. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, how does the rest of the season play out? I can, okay, I would say this. 
not to give too much away. I could use certain keywords. I would say um, betrayal. Um, so, okay, there's an alliance that, a weird alliance that you wouldn't expect that you probably would see in the later episodes, right? And you would have also um, a bit of a confrontation, a relationship that, you know, gets a bit uh, testy, you know? And again, you wouldn't expect to see that. So those are two things that I could say, right? And the third thing I would say is just keep watching. (laughs) (laughs) As far as um, how it played out, sorry, uh, can you say a second question again? I, I missed that. Oh yeah, what's your favorite, uh, you know, experience oh. memory from from the whole thing up to this point? Memory. Um. Well, <clears throat> the hardest thing was training. Um. The suit was. Um. It's it's kind of like an alien body, you know. You get into it, but the most rewarding thing was when my body started operating as a unit. You know, when I got my conditioning my mobility, and I got my strength, my core training, get everything, and then everything starts working together. And then that's it. it's pretty much bliss. You know, some of my fondest memories is um, one of them, we were shooting in Iceland. And um, we went out, the, the scene where, in I think episode three, where Riz was training. Mm. And yeah, and we were in the water, in the waterfall. And yeah, that was pretty... Uh, uh, <laughs> It was uh, uh, stressful, but blissful at the same time. You know, it's it, it's it's kind of like adrenaline takes over. And I remember one time I, I fell in the water with the whole armor, helmet, and everything. I fell inside the water, right? In the water, <laughs> waterfalls coming from the top, and I'm inside the water. You know, <gasps> yeah. And I thought that was bad, and then I got out and I looked across and I see the stunt guys playing in the water. But they had full armor on, and I'm like, wait a minute, I just fell in. But they're 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 deliberately going in. So, oh my yeah, god, you're sitting it. here panicking, like, oh my god, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. But overall, amazing. A, I had a blast. I absolutely had a blast. Um, I've taken a lot of things from that experience. Um, funny enough, that I apply to my personal life now. You know, that has been pretty awesome. You know, it, it thickens your skin so much, you know, that <clears throat> you look and you think you don't believe that there's anything you can't do. You know, I don't think there's anything on any set that I that would that would give me any sort of anxiety or, you know, doubt, you know, after coming off that, you know. So, right. uh, you know, it's a, it, overall, it's, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm honored. It's been a pleasure. I really love the experience. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I had, I, I did that. You know, it was a memorable, memorable page in my career. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk about this. I've immensely enjoyed the series. Uh, this season has been great. I Look, I know we saw a body. Uh, but you know, I'm always gonna hold out hope. I mean, you know, we got like force ghosts and crap. We can get we can get Vanek back somehow. So it's just, I'm just gonna hold out hope for later on. All right. I like <laughs> you, man. Season three, season three is a what? It just comes back and you know, hey, whatever. That's what I'm hey, putting man, out you, in the universe. You never know, man. You never, you never know. know. You never uh, know. This- we want 
to thank Bentley Kalu for coming on Comic Book Nation's Quick Save to talk about his epic final episode of Halo. R.I.P. Vanek, we will miss you. The Spartan team will never be the same. We are Comic Book Nation, and if you are just jumping into this for our Halo recap, we have a whole nation of shows you can check out. Be sure to check out Quick Save also every Thursday where we talk about the gaming industry and break down what's going on. We've just launched Anime Initiative, our anime-focused show, which did a great episode breaking down the anime you should be watching on Netflix before and after The Last Airbender comes out every Friday. Me and Matt form like Voltron with our regular Comic Book Nation host for the live show that does it all for geek culture, so be sure to check that out as well. And every Wednesday, Matt takes over the comic industry with the pull list where he tells you guys what the hottest comics are to be reading. We also have, for all you Marvel heads, over on the other feed, Phase Zero, for all the Marvel-focused stuff. If you're a Pokemon head, there's a feed for you with a wild Pokemon has appeared, our Pokemon-featured podcast, where you can take that obsession and, you know, share it with a bunch of other people. And I think I've covered everything the company needs me to cover. I don't think I left anything out. So that's everything on Comic Book Nation feeds. I am Kofi Outlaw. This is Matthew Aguilar, and we will be here doing Halo recaps on Quick Save for the back half of this awesome season two. Hope to see you guys back here and stand strong. The reach will not Peace. fall.